0: You're listening to Established, a podcast at Chessamount Church.
1: Good morning, Established Podcast. It's your host, Kelsey, with my co-host, BB. What is What's up, up? BB? <laughs> podcast, I just need to let you know that I've been a little bit of a loose cannon this morning, so as soon as I went with a good morning as opposed to my what is up, BB was already a little bit sniped by that. (laughs) Kind of concerned about what could be coming out of my mouth this morning, so hopefully this podcast is a joy for you like it is for us. Who knows what's gonna
0: happen (laughs) today, but here we are. What's up, world? We're excited.
1: Man, it's hard to believe that we are here after 12 weeks of Real Christian crazy. belief and established 12 weeks. 12 weeks is a long time a long that's three time. months
0: it's pretty amazing that you're still with us not you Kelsey you know
1: the listeners it is also amazing that I am still with you <laughs> but yes I, mean, I think you found your
0: calling right here the podcast world
1: where do you think that falls in spiritual gifts I don't know hmm podcasting do you think it just hadn't been spoken yet yeah (laughs) that definitely goes in line with all the teaching we've sat with this entire semester so love that for you listener just disregard that statement (laughs) should we stop and start over maybe we should we'll keep it this is who we are
0: this is who we are imperfect people
1: man well I know y'all are used to us having guest with us and we have absolutely loved having How guests much with us fun has it been it's been so good and i love these conversations we 12 incredible guests yeah honestly no Twelve. not 12 10, ten of them tim was
0: in my mind somehow well, 12 came out Matt well if
1: hard. if you and i are included <laughs> in incredible guests that does in fact we make are. 12
0: we are <laughs> the incredible guests
1: oh man i love it well, we've we've so enjoyed <laughs> just getting to bring other people places. in. I'm try I'm trying, and I'm really trying to bring us back home, but yeah, we're sorry. having a hard time this I'm morning. I'm, I'm with you. BB's been up a long time, haven't had enough coffee yet. Oh working on goodness. that still, but I'm hoping they bring it to us in a minute. Man, that would be some really distinct service. It would be pretty epic. Mm. Well, throughout our journey in Christian belief, we've been so. I mean, I've been really grateful to mm-hmm. be able to share this environment not only on Wednesday nights but also our Thursday mornings with the podcast with so many incredible people um, just that are a part of our church that are a part of our established adult ministry Um, but I'm also grateful to get to just sit down uh, with BB today and reflect on what we've seen God do over the last three months Mm. but Man, I'm so encouraged by you, established. I'm so encouraged by you, church, of the growth and the new understanding and the wrestling Mm -hmm. that we've gotten to experience over the last 12 weeks Mm -hmm. that it has been hard. And I'll speak for myself. I'm still unsettled on some of it because that's the nature of the tension of – especially open-handed doctrine of trying to figure out what we think and where we land. Um, But there's been room for that and there's been room to grow in understanding. And we've seen our people grow tremendously over the last few months. And I've been so encouraged sitting at different tables. And I know you could say the same of going around and listening to conversations, just, man, there's been a deep hunger and longing to understand more of scripture and to know more of God. And if that's not what this is about, then I'll know what we're doing. So yeah.
0: <laughs> It's been so cool to just, one, to see the growth uh, in 12 weeks. Uh, 12 weeks isn't a lot of time. Right. And, um, and and to see people grow, one, in their understanding of some of these complex ideas of and doctrines of God, uh, but also like a growth in hunger. Yeah. Um, I think some of my favorite compliments, um, I, take, I take them as compliments because uh, there is a lot of work that goes into the behind the scenes of creating these kind of environments. But like, but it's also the joy of seeing people grow in their faith is uh, hearing people say when they've done the homework, how excited they are yeah. to come and hear teaching, hopefully to answer maybe some of their questions. But then as they leave from the night wanting to go back to the word and know more. Right. To me, that's the highest compliment um, as a teacher you can receive is that you've mm-hmm. driven people back to the word. And so, and the beauty of that isn't because of, this isn't me patting myself on the back. So I don't, mm-hmm. listener, don't hear that. It's, it's a desire, like this is what happens when we come expectant. Right. Uh, to the word of God and then in the teaching of the word of God. And then hopefully the teaching drives us back right. to his word. And so um, to me, that like, that's the joy. And so I hope like, even if you haven't been able to come and sit through the established class, like mm-hmm. that, you've been able in the podcast, I hope it's created a hunger. Um, I hope yeah. it's created a desire to know more because the reality is we did, uh, we did an intro week, 10, weeks of teaching on doctrine. And then last night we did a Q and a session, which was exciting. Yeah. We need to do a Q and a on the pod. Come on. Um, but, um, the, the reality is in 10 weeks, like if honestly, if we picked one of those doctrines, 10 weeks isn't sufficient. Right. And so, uh, the, the hope of this study is it just creates a desire for more. Yeah. Um, and so, even as you're listening on the podcast, podcast is cool because we maybe get to go in a little bit deeper, right? Or uh, talk about one specific thing a little bit longer. Um, the hope, hopefully, is is it's even creating as you're listening in your car or on the like working out or whatever you're doing while you listen to this podcast. Like, hopefully, you have a desire to know God more, right? And one, the reality, listeners, the only way you can do that is through His Word, right? And through uh, community yep. in his word. And so, um, yeah, like that's my hope, uh, my hope for this uh, one. I really do. Like I have a deep, deep desire to see people know why they believe what they believe right. and have a grounded, um, if you will, established understanding mm, of, I will, yeah, yes, if you will. I, why we call it established. Fantastic. Um, he's a good God, right? and worthy to be known and and has made himself available to be known. And so, uh, why would we not, uh, why would we not pursue him in that manner? And so, um, yeah, what, what, because you usually ask all the questions. Ooh. Let me ask a question. That's exciting. Uh, what has been like one of the biggest highlights for you through this, uh, study of Christian belief?
1: Hmm. I would say, overall, I've watched a change in my own heart mm. over the last few months of my my love for God has deepened. Um, the That's more awesome. that I've gotten to understand, because I've heard a lot of these things for a long time mm. and scratched the surface of a lot of them. Um, and. I want to say that we kind of addressed it in our intro podcast, but there can be like this looming fear Mm. to go after these big, big doctrines because we're so afraid of being undone Mm -hmm. and what we've understood so far in our lives. But I've been really encouraged to see that the more I've grown in knowledge, the more I've grown in understanding um, that it in fact is growing deeper in my my love for God and my desire to grow in biblical literacy. It helps the way I disciple. It helps the way I teach. And so it's been really encouraging for me watching that bleed over um, into my daily life and to my ministry. Um, So I would say that overall has been really encouraging. Um, I have loved getting to sit at tables with people that I would never know apart mm-hmm. from the body of Christ, apart from Chestnut Mountain Church, and apart from established. Yeah. Um just getting to I don't know, make seven year old besties and share <laughs> tables with them and learn about their heart and their stories and how these doctrines are still fresh to them and right. they're still growing in their belief and just being encouraged of hey, there's there's not an end Point to this. There is not an arrival time of yeah. all of a sudden. You are just going to be like really with it, yeah. you know. So I, I've loved that element of established, and I think particularly when I am looking back at man, the things that we've tackled, and just to highlight for you, listener, um, doctrine of revelation, of Trinity, the attributes of God, doctrine of Christ, of the Holy Spirit, of creation and providence, humanity and sin, salvation the church, and then the consummation of the kingdom of God.
0: Weighty. Just some light, light discussion. Yep.
1: Just, just to tickle your ears for (laughs) your Tuesday morning release. (laughs) Love it. Um, But I I think when I'm looking back at this list and I'm reflecting on conversations that we've had in the podcast, I was very encouraged um, and have reflected often on our conversation of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I think because like we touched on quite a bit when we did the podcast and this conversation was heavy when we walked through this week um, on Wednesday nights. But there's been such an absent conversation of the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. growing in a heightened awareness and understanding of yeah. the Spirit to to know what is actually of Him that I've given, I guess for a lack of better terms, I've given credit to the wrong role of the Trinity because Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the role of the Holy Spirit, right? And like we talked about a little bit last night, there's much grace in in this and working through it. I mean, it is still all God, Mm -hmm. but to distinctly know like this is why the Spirit is so important and the way that he gifts what it's actually purposed for, that it is much more about Christ and much more about the church than it ever is to boast in myself, yeah. but just working through that in conversation um, and just being more aware, Yeah. being more aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit and how to call on him and not have to be afraid. So That's good. that would be my bit. Um, and then I would turn around and ask you the same.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> the beauty for me is uh, because I'm doing a lot of the prep, Well, I'm doing the prep for the teaching part and, um, is how much I get to learn like every time. And this is, uh, this is the first time I've taught through this specific, uh, class, but I've taught through, uh, a lot of this material before, like in the early, early days and establishment. it was less polished and, uh, there was no homework involved. It was more just come drink from a fire hydrant and then, uh and leave and um, so one like every week I'm, I'm either relearning or uh, seeing something new yeah. or encouraged but I think I, I honestly think one of my favorite parts has been uh, seeing um, the evolution of questions that are asked mm-hmm. and, and the types of questions that are asked like as the study's gone on I'm wa- like qu- there, there's not like when it comes to theology, there's not bad questions, right? There's silly questions at times, but like, that's fine. There's room for that. There's space for that. Yeah. But the, the beauty of, um, like a lot of times what you as a listener don't get to hear is like the behind the scenes conversations. Yeah. Um, or like even the questions that come up at tables, like, uh, so the format of establishes, it's like a section of teaching breaks up with a table discussion, section, table discussion, And a lot of times, like, after the first part of the teaching, because it is a ton of information, is um, I'll get pulled over to a table and they'll be like, hey, I have a question about this. Or in the middle of teaching, be like, hey, uh, can you stop real quick and discuss this? And, like, I love that. yeah, Um, Because it's not a, like, we never want it to be this, like, sterile environment where you just come and you're entertained. But you're a participant in this. But even the questions that, like, I get emails or text messages or phone call, like, I woke up this morning to a text about this like long question from last night, mm. which I love, um, which gives me time to like really uh, give attention to and answer it well. Yeah. Uh, so, listener, if you ever do like, and I don't immediately respond, know that I want, I want to give you, I want to give you the best answer I can give yeah. you. But a lot, of, like, even with you, like. Uh, Kelsey, like the questions, uh, listen, if you don't, if you haven't got a chance to, to know Kelsey, like, like outside of the podcast world, she asks great questions. She usually softens it with a, uh, (laughs) with a dumb question, (laughs) question of the day, if you will. And then, uh, throws out like this barn burner of a question that, uh, but I like to do the same too. Absolutely. usually I do it right before she's about to leave. And, uh, undoing would be
1: the proper term to refer to that. Yes. My
0: favorite thing to do. Uh, but, um, because I want the beauty, why why I love questions and why I think that's a highlight of it is because what questions do is it drives us deeper into God. Absolutely. Uh, so we've talked a lot on the podcast and, uh, I'm a huge fan of like pressing into tension. Yep. Um, tension is not a bad thing. It's a very, very good thing. Mm -hmm. And there is. The reality, and uh, I mean, like if you get into the uh, world of the world we live in, I think a lot of things are going wrong because we don't we run from tension instead yeah. of press into it. Yeah. And you are going to, as you read the Bible, as you study God, as you grow in your faith, you're going to come across tension.
1: Absolutely. So
0: the reality is, you can either press into it or you can run from it. Yep. My okay. challenge to you is always press into it. Ask the tough questions, yeah. even if there isn't a specific final answer to that question. Keep asking, keep digging. Absolutely. And um so it's been fun like I can think of a few examples of like um we threw a question out to uh, in one of our discussions one time and uh had what felt like an undoing and uh the person like was okay, I think I think maybe I think this way. And then later i had another discussion like so actually, you know, I pressed into a little bit more, I looked and I think I, I think I'm where I originally was. Um, and the end of the day, the beauty is like, I don't always agree. Right. Um, and these are open handed discussions. Absolutely. And, um, and, and there's room even like there's, we should always be willing to press it even to the close handed discussions. Yeah. Cause hopefully if we really truly believe the close handed, then we want to press in love. Right. And so I think those are my favorite, like good questions that are asked. And, Uh, And a lot of times even like just listening in on table discussions Mm -hmm. of I'm not even involved. Like I just get to listen. So if you're if you ever come to establish and you just like it's table discussion, I'm just standing up there looking like I'm not doing anything like I'm listening. Yeah, Um, because there's a there's a beauty in hearing uh, students of God uh, grow and and sharpen one another. And so Mm -hmm. uh, I think those are my highlights. And the beauty of that is like that doesn't end because. This specific class is done. That's right. That's right. Because, um, like I said, we we have we have covered a multitude of com- like topics that some scholars give their whole life to That's right. a portion of one specific topic, yeah. and so like there's so much, so much, so much more, right. and uh, to just stop because the class is over, yeah. is a uh, is a failure on our part. Absolutely, like, keep going, keep pressing ask questions like reach out to us you can email me you find me like if you have my number text me like
1: yeah
0: you find us on social media or whatever reach out to us like we'd love to like engage in this this is like my my sweet spot and Hmm. i don't know everything like clearly don't know Hmm. most of the things i think i know and um but i want to know and i want more people to know and so that's and, what I would say.
1: And listener, I would love to encourage you, um, while we're talking about questions, I think, and BB, if, if you feel differently than by all means, um, I think for a long I'll rebuke time, I'll if I do, yeah, I, I would, <laughs> I would hope that you would. Um, I, I think for a long time, uh, especially when I was young, um, I was always full of questions yeah. and sometimes people receive questions, um, in a way that they get defensive or they feel threatened. Um, because they they think that you're challenging them in a negative way Um, and if you're anything like me I think in questions Mm -hmm. so I could listen to BB teach and I've got this running list of questions in my head because I desire to grow in understanding I think for a long time I'd kind of squashed a lot of that because Mm -hmm. I realized that people were not keen to my questions Um, and so What it did for a long time was it stifled my growth um, in my relationship with Mm. Christ. Because when I was reading the Bible, I felt like I should just understand without getting to ask Mm. questions. And I had um, an older woman in my life um, that disciples me, and I've talked about her throughout this podcast, um, just a game changer of a human being in my life. And she encouraged me and encouraged the girls I was walking with as well, that every time we're reading scripture to challenge ourselves to ask more questions. Mm. And I love um, Jackie Hill Perry. When she talks about the way that she studies scripture, she will ask a question about every single word in a verse mm. to dive deep into the understanding of why and who and what and yeah. where. Because scripture is meant to help us grow in understanding and out of that result to grow in love right. for God. How can I do that if I don't ask more questions? So if I can encourage you with anything, you don't have to be afraid to ask questions. Yep. When you're reading scripture, whether it's your notes app on your phone or you have a journal with you, like write the questions that you have and ask more of them. Right. And even if it's things that are obvious answers... That's okay, too. Like, when Jackie O'Perry made this video, she was using John 3.16 as an example, which, for the believer, we've been hearing this forever and ever mm-hmm. and ever. Even for the unbeliever, there's a really good shot that you've heard it yeah. or you've seen it somewhere. Or even have it memorized. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But she talks about for God. Well, the first question she asks is for what comes before that, that's got to be pointing to something else. And then God, who is God? Why is he so important? Yeah. Why is his name capitalized? That means something to me. <laughs> so loved. <laughs> well, he didn't just love. He so loved. Why is that emphasized yeah. so much? What does it mean to love in context to God if he's so important?
0: It's awesome.
1: And so when she's approaching scripture, thinking about it in this way, it's deeply challenged me of like, Kelsey, you don't have to withhold your questions. Maybe mm. you're not asking enough of them because you've been so afraid of what it's going to reveal or other people are so afraid of what it's going to reveal and their lack of understanding. And I think that when we come in a surrendered posture, when we come with humbled hearts and say, Mm -hmm. Lord, I don't understand, but I desire to understand because I desire to know you, we will be willing to put ourselves on the platter of, Hey, there's a really good shot. I could walk away with this with, answers to my questions mm-hmm. that are different than I thought they would be. And is that going to unravel me yeah. in a bad way, like in a tailspin or is it going to drive me mm. to a deeper love and a deeper understanding?
0: I think too, like, uh, cause there was a part of me, like, especially when I got into ministry, I was so insecure and in what I, cause I just didn't know. Yep. And so like questions terrified me because I, I felt like I had to have the answer. Yeah. Like, if, if I'm being given this title or this position, then I must know. And like how it, well, first of all, that's such an arrogant like stance. Um, and so I say that like, t- like I'm saying that about myself, but the reality is like, if you are afraid of questions hmm. of being asked questions or you get defensive when questions are asked, I think that says a lot more about you than it does the person asking the questions. Yeah. Um, so I would challenge you like, and it's okay. Like, uh established I've been doing established we started doing uh this loose version or whatever it's become like it's it's definitely got more structure to it now uh but 2019 Mm. we started and um and I remember like uh those early days like open Q&A and started like every night like at the end of it which used to be so terrifying for me because uh a lot of times a question would be asked and I would fumble through trying to answer it and have to finally go, I honestly don't know. Yeah. And there became this like really comforting place for me to go. I don't have to have every answer right. standing up here. Um, I want to go and find these answers for some of these questions that people had. And, yeah. and then I want to gr- as a result, like I'm hopefully growing in my faith. Absolutely. Um, but I love like, uh, I think too, one of, I had a mentor. Uh, that used to frustrate me so much because he never would answer my question. Mm-hmm. He would just ask a question Another in return. Question. Yeah. And the beauty of that was uh, it used to frustrate. It used to just annoy me. I'd be like, man, just answer my question. Just answer it. And um, But what it did for me was it taught me, one, to search myself. And as I learned, like as I process stuff through his questions and through my questions – it like rooted deep in me. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And I just think like, ask, ask the tough question. Yep. We're at, we're talking about God, like God's big enough to handle all of our questions. And then the church should be a place where it doesn't matter what question you have. There doesn't have to be like, it might be, Hey, it's a mystery. Mm -hmm. And that's sufficient. The Bible is going to answer every question you need to know.
1: That's right.
0: Not every question you have. And, um, and sometimes like it might take a few years for you to get the answer that like you're actually looking for and that's, and that's okay. sufficient. Yep. We got time. The beauty is heaven will be forever learning. Mm. And, um, so I like, but I love that. It's one of my favorite things. Like I love, um, like I love when people come to, like, as long as like I've got space and time, which I try to carve out. Hey, I want to ask a theological question. Yep. Perfect. sit down and discuss it um because there's so much in that like not everyone needs to be a scholar right and i'm not by any means like get to know me it's amazing that god allows me to do this Mm -hmm. but um and it's truly grace but um there's an art in your study of uh who god is Um, Mm -hmm. whether we're talking about christian belief or Christian's uh, story or what we're about to jump into in the next few weeks of uh, the spiritual disciplines, like
1: Mm.
0: ask the question,
1: Yeah,
0: what's the harm in it? And if, and if you feel uncomfortable when people ask you questions, like search that out, why? Like, why do you feel uncomfortable that way? Mm -hmm. Now you want to ask questions, like try not to be combative in your, how you ask the questions, but like, um, I don't know. I'm a fan And Kelsey did this from like the very beginning of like when you started coming to church here. Like one of my first interactions, I had not even met you. You just walked in my office and asked. I forgot what question it was. It was something dumb that started it.
1: Oh, I remember. Would you rather have no eyebrows or no eyelashes? Which is honestly a burning question.
0: Yep. And I remember just staring at you and being like, who in the world are you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this girl's freaking weird. Honestly, I had no idea who you were and I was like
0: <laughs> this is great. And uh and then you dropped you dropped some kind of hammer of some theological question. Mm. That was uh I forgot what it was. I think it was like a, a question of what kind of camp do you land in of soteriology or something like that. So <laughs> just super light question of the day and I was like, "All right." But from then on, I was like, "Come on." Like Yeah shows your student of God and um, so and that's what we want to see this is not just for people in ministry this is not just for um, it's a hunger like this is a beauty of established you were talking about earlier like sitting at a table with uh, people in their 70s or sitting at a table with a mom of three or um, uh, some or like people in your season of life and their, their 20s or from every range in between uh in a hunger that we all are on a level playing ground.
1: Yeah. And I think about um I've been reading Deep Discipleship by JT English. Shout out. Come on. Um and one of the things that he talks about in this large group setting of discipleship in in church um that it should be rooted with an idea of charity, which is the mm-hmm. greater love for your neighbor um in essence. And so Like what that looks like that I'm so encouraged by is I can share a table with somebody that just started their walk with Christ yesterday. And just because I've been walking with Christ a little bit longer and I've been learning and understanding a little bit longer, um, it means that I have their interest, their best interest in mind for their growth just as much as I'm also desiring to grow. But what would that look like if I cared more for the person next to me yeah. that is trying to grow in an understanding and believe to my core that they have something to yeah. offer yeah. when we share a space together? Mm-hmm. And, and I've loved to get to see that. Not only are we all different ages, different backgrounds, different walks of life, different journeys with Christ, very oh. different testimonies. But when we share a table, that overwhelming sense of charity, yeah. of we all have something to learn from another. And yeah, and I believe that there's value in the person sitting next to me, regardless yeah. of where they are in this thing.
0: Yeah. And I think even that in the charity, there's been times uh, where we have had the conversation where we don't agree on it. Yep. And there's, there has to be charity there. Like, um, those are some of my favorite conversations. Like Mm -hmm. one, because I want to be challenged too. Mm -hmm. uh, I, at no point do I think that I am a hundred percent correct on everything. Right. Uh, other than I believe Jesus is the way, the truth and life. And no one comes to the father except through him. Mm Um, and I mean, there's some stuff that there's hills I'll die on. Yeah. Um, and there's some of the hills that maybe I shouldn't die on, but I'll fight tooth and nail until uh you convince me otherwise
1: uh
0: another book i would recommend too like even when you think through this there's a book called um the finding the right hills to die on Mm -hmm. uh i think it's gavin ortland it's one of the ortland brothers it's gavin gavin ortland wrote it and it's all about how to do like theological triage and so like learning how to fight for primary issues secondary he goes into third and fourth uh categories And, but that idea of like, it can be so easy to die on a hill that, um, that you should not die on. And, um, and so, but it's, but if we can't have that, if, if the church can't be a safe space where we don't, we don't all have to think and walk and do exactly the same thing on some of these issues. And so, um, yeah, like there's a beauty in asking questions and realizing, Hey, we don't we don't align completely here and that's okay. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: we want to align on the, uh, the importance Mm -hmm. and the primary ones. And, um, so close handed discussions, but yeah, I I think, uh, I've learned a lot and been Mm -hmm. so encouraged. That's why we celebrated last night. If you missed it, we had cookie cake.
1: Congrats. Young, the logians. (laughs)
0: God,
1: (laughs) they left out the first O, Um, so it was supposed to say "Congrats, young theologians," um, which I'd like to lob out there. I was joking with BB about the cake saying that because I didn't (laughs) think he would do it, Um, and I love so much so much that that happened, but that it was also misspelled. So
0: so frustrating.
1: Congrats, young theologians.
0: So frustrating. I was told I should go back and. have it fixed but i was like that just seems like a lot of work
1: i mean it was delicious yeah it tastes exactly its the purpose. same. that's that's a great point a little um, less icing a mm, theologian if you will but which is
0: kind of sad because yeah. that's the best part of that whole was experience loaded but man but the that's the thing is like we you know we talked about a pizza party but we got a we got a cookie party mm. and um but yeah we like I, I want you to know like uh, if you've been a part of this study you've been a part of the podcast like how proud uh, that I am uh, how excited I mm-hmm. am uh, the future is bright yeah. and there's the best is yet to come and this is the beauty of where we're going as a church like this is uh, some of the training ground for what does it look like to because we never want to just be students mm-hmm. that just stay in a classroom Yeah. but what we learn we take out into the world and so um, I'm so excited as we start seeing the body of believers equipped with uh, a better understanding of who oh, God absolutely. is and what he's called us to be a part of. Yeah.
1: And so with that, um, why don't you give us a quick little sneak peek, if little sneak you will, peek. of what's to come?
0: Yeah. So, uh, threefold of how I think through established and hopefully in the future we, we branch off and go a little bit deeper in some of this stuff. So, as you think through like a college class, you'll have like 1101, then you have 1102. Mm. Uh, th- that's my hope long term is that we have that for. It. So, that's we've fun. taught through uh, Christian story. What's the storyline of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation? What is the Bible? What is the main story in um, the story arc? Uh, Christian belief is basic doctrine of the Christian faith. Um, and then where we're going in the next few weeks is. What i call christian mm-hmm. habits or spiritual disciplines yeah so we are going to dive into um bible reading
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, prayer and fasting worship evangelism and serving and stewardship and so come on the beauty of uh so the goal of the christian life is godliness to yep. be conformed to the image of christ uh that's what romans tells us uh it's what all store scripture obedience as that pursues godliness and um and god has in his sovereignty fixed pathways to uh to walk in godliness Hmm. and we run from a lot of them yeah because they are disciplines Mm -hmm. we think we get saved and we'll just naturally walk into this and nope we train ourselves paul talks about like he beats his body into submission Hmm. which i love paul like he's just so blunt and like um, so like, I want to help us understand like one, the importance of Bible reading, which I feel like all of established is grounded on that, right. but what are some practical ways to do it? Um, and then, uh, prayer, prayer can sometimes just feel like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, fasting no one wants to do because right. we, we are Americans and we like to be fat and happy and, That's right. um, evangelism, like how, how are we, like we are called, to mm-hmm. make disciples. So we need to know how to share and evangelize the world. And so we're going to go into all that and it's going to be really, really good. And it's a five week study. Uh, and so it'll lead us into yeah. summertime.
1: I'm excited for that. Cause I think that one of the questions that we always end established with is what do you learn and what are you going to do about it? Yeah. But this practicality of, man, we just walked through some, some tough mm-hmm. teaching. Um, not just the last couple of months, but also the months before that, yeah. uh, walking through the Christian story, i um, just a lot to take in yeah. a lot to take in. So I think sometimes when you look at that on the big scale, you can get really overwhelmed. And what should that actually do for my day to day? And listener, I hope that you have felt throughout the podcast and throughout established on Wednesday nights, um, our deep desire to grow in the understanding of practicality, mm-hmm. Because if we are just taking these teachings and they're fueling our knowledge, but we don't do anything with them, then we've missed the whole point. That's right. That's right. So to get to walk through the next five weeks of, hey, this is why these practices matter. This is why we need to be disciplined in them and incorporate them into our daily lives. Um, I long for that. And I think, too, that you will also be encouraged to see some of these other conversations we've had in other semesters with established some of those things will probably start coming together a yeah, little yeah. bit more of, Oh, that's how this sits and fits with what's being asked of yeah, me to do. That's good. So I'm excited. I'm hopeful. Um, and just want to encourage you, like, just keep coming back. Um, I yeah. think half the battle on, especially Wednesday nights, if you're p- participating with us live, hello, that was difficult. Um, it's a big word. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was really good. Um, but if you're with us live Wednesday nights at Established, I think half the battle for us is getting there and then being consistent and mm-hmm. showing up and mm-hmm. committing to it. And so I just want to encourage you, keep and going. And this last
0: group has been the most consistent, Yep. which has been so awesome yep. to see. And so... Yeah, keep coming. Keep coming back. Keep digging.
1: Man, well, I am so thankful for Established and should also take the opportunity to say, BB, I'm so thankful for you and the deep commitment you have to helping our people grow and mm-hmm. their knowledge and their love for the Father. And it is evident in the way that you teach. It's evident in the way that you make yourself available to answer all the questions and to work through this with others. So... And we're just trying to sharpen iron around here. So I'm, I'm thankful that you've made yourself available to do that. So thank that. you for all that you do. Um, Thanks for being we're the thankful. best,
0: the best host.
1: Beep, 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 beep. You couldn't see it, but I threw <laughs> up my peace signs because I'm cool like that. So that feels like we're such a professional, the perfect podcast. opportunity for me to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we're thankful for you guys. But until next time. Get low, move slow, and fix your eyes on Jesus. We love you guys.